this is Richard Shu, host of Shoe Untied. Uh, this morning, I'm very pleased to have with me as my guest, uh, Timothy Bowers, who's the managing partner of VLP Law Group. Tim, welcome to the program. Thanks a lot, Richard. Thanks for having me. Sure. So, uh, Tim, uh, as you know, I've been starting this recent podcast series on remote leadership, a topic that is uh, somewhat timely. And uh, my thesis is that uh, more and more of our remote work f- workforce will be going remotely, even after this virus and pandemic is over, and that being able to lead uh, people remotely is going to become a more important skill and is going to be a skill that's going to be more highly sought after. And uh, I thought about, I, I wanted to invite you because, of course, uh, VLP Law Group is has was established as a virtual remote law firm, and you are running it. So I wanted to talk to you about uh, what it's like trying to lead remotely. What is it you have to do that's different uh, than if you were to do it traditionally with an office? Sure. It, it definitely is a lot different, I think, than, than running a bricks and mortar operation. You know, fortunately for us, you know, as you mentioned, we've been doing this for a long time. We were established in 2008, you know, as a, as a virtual law firm. And that was pretty cutting edge at the time, especially for law firms. Um, so we've, we've really built this thing, you know, from the ground up. Uh, based on a, a virtual, you know, remote working environment. Obviously, this COVID-19 pandemic and the resulting stay-at-home orders have caused many businesses to have to acclimate, you know, to this new way of working extremely quickly, and that has its challenges. I think, you know, for me um, personally, there are kind of there are kind of three important things. I think as far as kind of running a remote firm, um, you have to have the first is people. You know, you got to have the right people around you. Um, culture is absolutely critical um, in a firm like this because um, you know you can't just sort of walk down the hallway and um, and, and see your colleagues. Um, you need to make them feel you know part of something, part of a singular you know organization um, without having with, without seeing them live in person every day. And then the last thing I think is and for me has been kind of the most important thing, and that's really accessibility and communication, you know, with the team. Um, you know, I think it's, it's, it's one thing to say you're accessible, but it's another thing to actually be accessible, especially in a virtual environment. So, you know, the way we've handled it here is, um, you know, I, I've set up regular video calls. And so, you know, every Monday I meet with our head of admin and our HR person, our recruiting team, you know, every fourth Monday I meet with our entire admin team Tuesdays twice a month, we have a firm-wide call. We actually just had one this morning where I can see all of my colleagues and they can see me. You know, we had 52 people on on a video call this morning and, and we do that twice a month. Um, you know, and so I, I think technology has made it such where, you know, even though you're not sort of live in person kind of around the water cooler um, as you would be in a traditional bricks and mortar office, you can still do things you know, that will make, uh, will make it feel kind of personal. And, and again, you know, technology is, is obviously key to that. And there are so many tools now available to, um, you know, to lead in that manner. Do you think you talked about, you know, kind of having the right people and I assume part of that, of course, the right personality. Do you think that some people just aren't suited for working remotely and others are, or what do you think about that? I mean, is it, or do you find that maybe, especially with lawyers who tend to be very independent, maybe some lawyers just aren't suited for that or what's your thinking on that? Yeah. So I think, I think it's certainly, 
it certainly takes a certain personality, I feel like, especially in, in, in the law, you know, in the lawyer context, you know, lawyers are very conservative animals. I think that they generally like to have their brick and mortar office. It's a very defined space. You know, they like their commute. They like their routine. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what I think is going to happen is, is, as a result of this pandemic, obviously, is a lot of those lawyers that have typically been, you know, yeah, you know, traveling to their brick and mortar offices every day are not doing that anymore and may be more adaptable to working in this manner. What we've found is that um, the really the most important thing as far as personality goes is just, um, you know, self-starter motivated, which, you know, most professionals are. But the mm-hmm. other real key factor for us we found is um, maturity. Mm-hmm. And so for that reason, you know, we've never hired junior lawyers because frankly, you know, they require more kind of hands-on supervision and training. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we've always hired, you know, very seasoned professionals with, with, you know, with tremendous maturity that we feel like could thrive in this, in this environment. And you mm-hmm. figure it out pretty quickly as to like who's doing well and who isn't. And for the folks that aren't acclimating as quickly, obviously you spend time with them and give them the tools necessary to succeed. Mm-hmm. Do you think, though, then for your firm, at least at BLP, do you think it'll be hard, for example, to start if you want to ever start hiring junior lawyers and training them? Do you think that that is harder, something that's harder to do virtually or remotely? It's a great question, Richard. In in, in reality, like we've never done it, so I'm not really sure. But I've mm. I've spoken with other you know law firm leaders, mm. certainly in the Bay Area, mm. um, who who are wed to the idea that they need uh, brick and mortar space primarily for their junior staff. Mm. Um, so so I, they, they're seeing something there, uh, certainly, that leads them to believe that they, they can't go to a more um, remote working environment easily, at least for junior people. So I kind of take them at face value on that, although, again, we haven't, we haven't tried it here. Now you started your uh, obviously you started your life in leadership slash management with a remote firm. Do you feel like uh, you've made the adjustment pretty well, or has it been a challenge trying to manage people without being able to you know just walk down the hall and just greet them and that sort of thing? Yeah, you know, um, I have been at bricks and mortar firms my entire career before coming to VLP almost seven years ago. And I did value certainly the personal connections. Mm -hmm. Um, but I felt like, I I felt like there was, um, there was a lot of sort of wasted time, you know, via commute, via, you know, conversations, um, about, you know, someone's, you know, some, someone's pet or something like that, you know, I'd end up being there late at night and, you know, it would turn out to be, you know, there turn out to be a conversation about something unrelated to actually the work. And I just wanted to get out of there here. It's much more efficient in that manner. And I feel like, you know, I'm a very kind of outgoing, enthusiastic person. So I was a little bit worried about what it would be like to come to a a remote working environment Mm -hmm. like VLP. And now certainly leading it, you know, there have been uh, maybe a few trepidations about how that would pan out. But I have to tell you, technology has just come to a point where, you really don't need to be down the hall from someone anymore. You can just look at them, you know, over the internet and have a live conversation with them um, while talking about, you know, the task at hand. So mm-hmm. I, I have leveraged technology, and we all have here at the firm mm-hmm. to um, to be able to have those personal connections. And I feel like if what's helped me tremendously, you know, as I discussed earlier, is having these sort of standing calls with with small groups of, of, of our teams, our leadership teams, and, um, 
and, and, and as long as those are on the calendar, you know, you never lose touch as a leader. Um, you're always in front of those people. And I am literally seeing them, you know, every day as I would if I walked down, you know, the hallway. Mm-hmm. What for you has been what is the hardest thing for you to do? You know, all the things you mentioned that you try to do as a remote leader doing the communications. What for you is sort of the, I don't know, the hardest or maybe the least natural thing for you to do? Well, I think the hardest thing is um, and it's not really that hard. I mean, it's the schedule. Mm-hmm. Like you have mm-hmm. to be really disciplined you know, to, to you schedule these meetings, you stick with them, you are out in front of, you know, your people all the time, you are present, you are available. Um, I think that's been the biggest challenge for me, because I also have, you know, a robust corporate practice as well that I'm trying to manage while I do the, the firm stuff. So I think time management for me has been has been difficult. But I think that that would be the same, regardless of what firm I was leading brick or mortar or not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fair enough. Well, do you find what about because the thing that I've been and I've been doing this series now for a bit, and I've been talking to leaders about this topic. And one of the things that, that people have talked about is or at least traditionally people think of important about having an office is that you get that sort of cohesion among employees because you get sort of what we call the micro interactions of, you know, the, the chit chats in the hallway and so forth that harder to recreate in the virtual environment because you have to make an effort to call somebody or to do a Zoom call. What is your what is your thought about that? Do you think that's true? Do you have to do special things to create that cohesion within your firm among your 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 employees and peers? Yes, absolutely. We have very deliberately, um, you know, uh, fostered the culture here at BLP. You know, since we were founded in 2008, you know, we we developed a you know virtual culture committee. We call it um, fr- from from the get go because. You know, we know that culture is critical in a remote working environment. And so we take it really seriously. And so our this virtual culture committee is comprised of our most creative folks at the firm, you know, who organize firm wide events and contests. And um, they also organize we have we have a three day offsite in the fall. Um, and, you know, if the pandemic allows us, we plan to be in La Jolla this October all together in person because those touches are important. And um, and so and so we very deliberately, you know, um, fostered the culture. We also have like a we have a something we call the VLP water cooler. So it's a it's it's a it's an email group that, you know, folks just sort of chat on. You know, during the course of the day, you know, bringing up topics that would traditionally be brought up, you know, in the in the brick and mortar water cooler context. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and- we also we we also have like other email groups, like we have a pets group, we have a cooking group where people share recipes, travel, which is less mm-hmm. relevant right now, unfortunately. But you know, we have we have very deliberately fostered a firm culture, knowing that you know it's an important thing and maybe difficult in an environment in a remote working environment like ours. And do you feel, by and large, that's been successful? Absolutely. Like our participation in that stuff is through the roof. So it, we mm-hmm. that obviously shows that it's important to people mm-hmm. that they feel kind of part of something. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, again, like on our on our our firm call this morning, we do that twice a month, um, two Tuesdays a, a month. You know, I, I'm looking up and I see 52 faces on our firm call. You know, people get up and, you know, at 9 a.m. hop on this call and, you um, you know, so so it's it, it shows that like our culture is strong and people really you know buy in when you foster it. Mm-hmm. Are you surprised how well it's worked? Obviously, when you join VLP or how well it's working in terms of I mean, you're in your management role. I mean, when you first started, I realized you were doing this for a while. 
Um, were you surprised at how well it works? Actually works? Yeah, I, I, I was, to be honest. I mean, there are other there are other virtual, you know, virtual organizations out there that, that you know, that, that are not as, um, you know, cohesive as ours, I feel like, and, you know, where people are sort of siloed off. And, I, you know, here, we really are one organization. And mm-hmm. I was surprised. But, you know, when I when I look back at the history of the firm, you know, the firm was founded by Craig Johnson, a Silicon Valley visionary, obviously, uh, Richard, who you, whom you know, knew well, um, you know, he, this was important to him. And this is how he began the firm. Um, it was a critical component of the firm, the firm culture. So it's not like when I got here, it was new, like it had been built up for many years before I arrived. And I just feel fortunate that it was, you know, so important to the people who were here before me, um, to, to kind of bring it to where it is now. We're just, we, we continue to just to try to, um, you know, refine it and, and, and make it better. Well, that's definitely one of my thesis as I'm doing this leadership series is that, in fact, I think it works a lot better than people thought. And this pandemic forcing people to start working at home, I think, has made people sort of realize that, oh, wow, this actually works a lot better than thought. You know, whether you can really close the gap completely, you know, I mean, I think and, and you've talked about some of the things I and mean, you still have your in-person meeting. But I do think that a lot of people are realizing, hey, you know, you don't always need to be in person for a lot of things. Um, and, and I think the world may be realizing what you've already been doing for the better part of a decade. Right. Right. Yeah. And we think, we think that's the case and we do feel like, you know, this may be opening up an opportunity for our firm, you know, to talk to some outstanding, uh, you know, talent that may have not considered, you know, a model like this before. And, you know, we, we think it's a better way to work. We think it's more efficient. You know, we think um, you know, our, our low overhead, we've never owned or leased any real estate. So, you know, we don't pass those costs on to clients. We just we just think it's a, a far superior model, provided that you can keep that kind of personal touch, which I, which I think we're we're doing successfully. Let me turn and ask you a little bit about I mean, you've you've been in this role now for a while. Um, when you know, if you were to look for someone for this job, not not that you're looking for somebody to replace yourself but what do you think are the most important skills like what you know now that you've kind of been doing this for a while and this is kind of i'm glad i have you as a guest because a lot of people i've talked to have only just started doing this so they haven't really been in the role that long but you know talk to me a little bit about the kinds of qualities you think are really important to be successful as a remote leader or that you would look for if you would hire somebody to lead a remote team yeah i think again it just goes to like to, to being present and accessible and communicating clearly to folks, um, you know, just, it's, it's just very, it's, it's just people skills really at the end of the day. You know, I, I feel like folks want to be listened to, they want to be responded to, you know, um, I, I, I try to diligently every day get back to every email and every phone call I get from my colleagues. And I get a lot of them because I think I've successfully let them know that, you know, I am here. Um, and, and so for me, it's just, you know, it's just to kind of just be outgoing, be, be a really good listener and, um, you know, constantly be open to communicating and trying, you know, trying to solve problems. If you, if you are able to, um, you know, get the trust of your colleagues, you know, I think, I think that's absolutely, you know, critical as it is, you know, leading any organization. What about the one-on-one interaction, which I mean, you, which I think is important, obviously, for any leader to have. You know, you mentioned a lot of the virtual calls and stuff you do, but are you able to also do one-on-one with people, or not? how do you how do you fit that in with all the things you're doing? Yeah, so I think so. The one-on-one stuff happens um, when 
you know, usually someone will reach out to me directly about something. We'll have, you know, one of our one of our standing you know, calls um, with respect to a specific function of the law firm. And then following that call, you know, you know, I'll connect directly with um, with someone from that call to follow up on some things. But yeah, the one on one stuff, I mean, a lot of that, a lot of that also happens over email, um, I feel like. And so, um, you know, it's just it's just as many things as I can fit in a day, to be honest. And, you know, if, if again, if, if someone's reaching out, um, you know, I get back to them and we schedule time to talk. Um, and, um, you know, I feel like I, I, I can tell you, I feel like I am, I am, uh, I am on the phone or on video, you know, most, most of my day every day. And I think it's super important, you know, for the organization, for me to, for me to be doing that. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like there's a, what I'm talking about the scalability of your ability to lead remotely? I mean, since you're leading everything remotely, you know, there's no core office or home office obviously i know one of the virtues about about your firm in terms of people is you can scale much easily you don't need real estate and all that but how about leadership and and trying to do that do you think that's going to be harder or you know it's only remotely it depends it depends on how big we get right and so right now we're sort of a, a very manageable number we are in aggressive growth mode however um the nice thing is, you know, as with any organization, I have, um, I rely on, um, you know, people to help me, leaders to help me within the firm. And we're fortunate here to have spectacular leaders that are, you know, well-seasoned and have really, um, a lot of the senior management team has been here almost the entire history of the firm. And so is totally accustomed to working in, in a remote environment. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, you know, having the ability to lean on people. We have an outstanding director um, of admin and HR who is basically serving as a COO for me, um, which is terrific. So I lean on her a lot. I have just an outstanding general counsel um, who I also lean on heavily and um, a a really terrific controller and uh, director of technology. So, you know, our functions are are set up in a way where, you know, I, I, I have a lot going on, but I do feel like you know, I have enough other people out there helping me, you know, where we can, um, you know, where, where, where we can scale. And and I, I shouldn't leave out our executive committee. We have a five-person executive committee consisting of, you know, partners in the firm. And our executive committee is extraordinarily active. And so they're always asking me, you know, Tim, can I help you with this? Can I help you with that? And so I do, you know, I do lean on them at times to kind of help me, uh, you know, put out fires as they come up. Hmm. Well, in listening to you talk about it, it really sounds like the skills required for doing this remote leadership does seem to suit your personality pretty well. Is that a fair statement? I hope so. Uh, (laughs) I I think so. I mean, I really enjoy it. I'm really lucky to be in a place like this. And, you know, the the people here are just just extraordinary and they've come to be some of my best friends. And so I just feel like I'm I I just feel like I'm really lucky to be to be candid. Well, I was going to say, I mean, the, the flip side of what I just said is, I mean, it really sounds like and, you know, I'm listening to you talk about it. I mean, it sounds like you're really having fun with it. I mean, I which I think is important, by the way. I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, obviously, I know you do very serious work and everything but obviously it's very important i think for a leader to also enjoy what he's doing and have fun and it sounds like you really do well i'm glad it's coming out in this podcast because i really do i mean uh, it's, it's a fair that's a fair statement um and um you know i see great things in, in the future of the firm and again like i just it's it's the people that are here that you know we're all rowing in the same direction trying to make this place be the best it can be
Well, it's so interesting because mo- most of the leaders that I'm now interviewing on my podcast are being forced to do this, you know, crash learning, and they're often comparing it with what it's like, you know, not leading remotely. But in your case, you've never known it any other way. So really, to some extent, you know, this is because you started leading remotely, and that's all you've ever known. That's right. That's right. And, you know, we're fortunate in the sense that, you know, this 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 pandemic is changing a lot of things and is having obviously like really catastrophic consequences. The one thing it's not doing for us, at least, is is interrupting the way in which we work, because, again, this is all we've ever known. Well, it sounds like if it if this does if this job doesn't work out for you, you have a great future as a consultant for remote leaders. That sounds great. You know, maybe in 20 years, I'll sit on some boards, you know, get get some advisory shares. You know, that that sounds great. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, well, Tim, I really appreciate your taking time. It was great to talk to you. If, um, you know, I'd I'd love to keep it open with you and invite you back in a few years and hear how it's going and hear how VLP is growing. Terrific. I'd love love to come back. And again, thanks so much uh, for inviting me, Richard. I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. This is Richard Chu and Tim Bowers. Thanks. Mm -hmm.